gotta be honest with you guys, my brain is just completely scrambled at this moment. Who's gonna go where in this draft? I mean, every mock draft has something different. There's different theories. This is gonna be like March Madness, which really sucks with some of the bets that we have that uh, may go completely sideways. Oh yeah, I'm adding two right now. Zay Flowers under pick 22 and a half, and uh, Devin Witherspoon under six and a half. I think I think he goes to the Lions at six. Sorry, I had to say that. That's where Daniel Jeremiah, Jeremiah has it. Yep, and we are good. Jalen Carter. A lot of Jalen Carter to the Seahawks now. That's seeming to be the consensus. It's minus 140 to bet that exact yep. result right now. I just think it makes sense. If you look at what Seattle's doing this offseason, they want to rebuild that defense. And it like it kind of makes sense, I guess, for them to take somebody like Anthony Richardson if Pete Carroll wasn't the head coach. Right. Because how many more years does Pete want to be there? They have a young, fun team, the NFC is kind of wide open this year. They're rebuilding that defense. You have Wollin. I think they're going to go with the corner. Uh, I, I don't think Anthony Richardson would make sense, and I don't think Pete Carroll would have the patience or the time to make him a player in three years because where's he going to be at in three years? Maybe retired. Although, I don't know, man. Pete, Pete, like... He's energized, man. Get, getting rid of that diva Russell Wilson probably added years <laughs> to his career and his life, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's probably like, true. Get rid of this nonsense. That's started limited. Are the guys, are the Cavs ever going to score a freaking point? <sighs> 66-53 right now. Nick's up 13. I do not see uh, R.J. Barrett back. Or, uh, Julius, Julius Randall. Randall. Thank you. I was looking at R.J. Barrett. Julius Randall not back out there. And if uh, your guy Tibbs is smart, he won't play him the rest of the game. Well, Tibbs probably has him getting shot up in the locker room right probably. now. Probably. Obi Toppin's out there. Yeah. That could be, that, that could be rough. As he... They just you know, mid-range jumper. Nick's up fifteen, right in somebody's eyeball. I'm just, uh, I'm just gonna just be, just calmly. Come on, Cavs. Calmly enjoy this as time goes score on. Score some points. I want to live bet Donovan Mitchell points because if he doesn't come out in the second half and score at least twenty, I think he's gonna get torched by Cavs fans. I took a look really quickly at all the people I know in Cleveland, their social media. Feeds, they, they actually not don't like the trade. They've been they're, this way for a pets. lot of the season. Oh yeah, on Donovan, which is mind blowing to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's nutty. Come on. Like, I knew Cleveland fans were crazy about Baker Mayfield and thinking that he was a franchise quarterback. And I, but this, like, the whole anti-Donovan Mitchell thing there blows my mind. Yeah. I'm kind of anti-Donovan Mitchell right now and the rest of the well, team. Jared right now, Allen. Right now makes sense. I understand why you feel that way right now. Brutal, man. All right. So we got some of the uh, position totals for the first round that we can look at because – this may be a market to kind of jump in if you're not as comfortable about player position or where they're going to go, but you know, all right, I'm comfortable with this, this, this in terms of four or five guys going in a certain position or whatever the case is right now. I mean, the big one there first is quarterbacks in round one, four and a half. The over is juiced all the way to minus 215, the unders plus 158. And I think now with Hendon Hooker thrown in the mix, you're looking at five quarterbacks being drafted in this first round, even if it's on the back end for Hooker. Yeah, and I still think Hooker goes in the first round, man. Uh, looking at it, I think four quarterbacks go in the first round. So if I were to bet this, I would take the under. I would take the plus money. Because it's four and a half, right, for quarterbacks? Four and a half, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you have Stroud, you have Young, you have Will, Will Levis, Levis, Anthony Richardson, Anthony Richardson, and then Hennon Hooker. Oh, and so then Hennon Hooker, so that's five. So I was five. like, wait, where are you, where are you yeah. going here? Yeah, so I'd probably bet the over. Sometimes but, mathing is not his thing. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's uh, you know, my fake little mock. That's what I have. I have five, and most people have five. A lot of people do have Hendon Hooker slipping to maybe the third or the fourth round, coming off that injury, playing in that offense. He's a little bit older. He's like 25 years old. But I do think he's going to be a first-round pick. But if I had to bet this market right here, I'd probably go with the under and take the plus money and think, okay, well then, it's kind of like my hedge, because I have Hooker uh, exact results, him getting drafted, we'll talk about this later, to the Tennessee Titans. Um, 
I have him going in the first round. I have him under pick 31 and a half and then again at 28 and a half. So I guess this would be kind of my hedging opportunity because I guess he's the X factor. All those other guys probably go in the first round. Maybe Anthony Richardson slips, but I think that's the only bet that I would actually play here. I'd take the plus money. Really? Yeah. I don't think I, I want to play that. I don't want to lay minus yeah. 215 for five quarterbacks to go when one dude's coming off an ACL and the yeah. other guy doesn't know where he's at on the field. I'd probably exactly. just stay away from that at this for point. Sure. Yeah. Just with the Hendon Hooker news coming in, I, I think there's just too much love around him. Running backs, I feel pretty comfortable in there being two drafted. The total's at one and a half, and that's the problem. It's literally the same numbers over minus 215, under plus 158. Because yeah. we hear there's such a consensus with the two guys there that actually make sense that you don't really see a wild card necessarily, especially in a position like running back where teams are drafting him in the third and fourth round and they're making immediate impacts. Exactly, man. And I know, like, you don't take running backs in the first round or as a top 15 pick, but we've talked with everybody, and Bijan's different. And so I think Philadelphia would take him at 10, to be honest with you. I think the Texans might even take him if they stay at 12. I could see the Pats taking him at 14. And then you look towards the end of the draft at do these you think, teams. Do you think Bijan goes, the number's 12 and a half. I'd take the under. So would I. It's yeah. minus 250, though. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet that. Yeah. But if I had to, like if you're giving me free mm-hmm. money and asking for a prediction, I still yeah. think he goes under 12 and a half. Maybe a team moves up because you just don't want to lose out on them. And like for, for Philadelphia, this is a good example, right? Because they kind of have everything. I mean, yeah, sure, there's needs on the defensive side of the ball. They always love pass rushers. You could draft the defensive lineman. I really like Keon White. But they'll be able to do that because they also have pick 30, you have to remember. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not a wasted pick taking a running back at 10 or maybe you just hope that one of these guys slips to 30 and that's why I like over and because I think Jameer Gibbs goes because look at all these teams that need running backs or could just use running backs Dallas even with Tony Pollard coming back Zeke's gone Buffalo could always use another running back I think they go receiver maybe the Bengals because what's up with Joe Mixon do you really love Pirine as an every down back I don't so maybe they go after Jameer Gibbs and it's another pass catcher that's the other thing like look at the skill set for both backs they could both be 80 reception guys too right so I'd go over on the running backs I think Gibbs goes and I think obviously uh Bijan goes and not now that Charbonnet's going uh, in the first round but I think he might be an early second round pick just to stop you guys real quick um according to Mark Stein Julius Randle sprained ankle doubtful for return yeah Makes I sense mean, to me. it shouldn't be a surprise, but I just makes sense. To if me. Tibbs ruins him, I swear, Ryan, I swear. Well, at least it was the second quarter. Like you know, he didn't have him out there in the fourth quarter in a twenty-point game. We can't blame Tibbs for this one. Well, yeah, remember he got hurt at the end of the first game. He shouldn't probably be playing so in this game, been, right? With a three-one lead early on in the or the, it was game two in yeah. the, the blowout. Like yeah. he shouldn't have been in there at that point. Maybe uh, his way of thinking though, really quick on that, was like, hey, we win this series tonight, we got extra rest for Julius. Kind of like Embiid's getting now. You know what I mean with these other series being prolonged. Yeah, uh, tight ends in round one is a little bit different here. So it's set at two and a half over plus one ninety-eight under minus two eighty, and that's the thing. Like these prices are telling you what's most likely to happen here. This close to the draft, we've seen a lot of consensuses. Yeah, consensuses. Uh, on these picks, and it's likely going to be two tight ends in this. So I actually got wild here. I bet this today, so I'm glad we're talking about this one. It you was, took the over? Yeah, I bet it uh, plus 200. It's plus 198 here. I uh, I think Michael Mayer goes really early Yeah, because, like, Green Bay at 13. What does a young quarterback need? A tight end. Uh, and then I think Kincaid's going to go pretty early as well just because he's a tight end, but he's kind of like a Gesicki, like where you – I mean, he could block a little bit better, but you can move him in the slot. He could play different positions, uh, different spots on the field. And then I think Darnell Washington would be the perfect pick for one of these teams late in the draft. Maybe it's Kansas City at 31, or maybe it's Cincinnati at 28. He's 6'7", 262 pounds. He could block, and he could be an 80 reception, 75 reception guy. So I'm going to go over on the tight ends, actually. 
It's crazy to think back in the day, like offensive linemen weren't even that big. Yeah. Now you got a tight end at 6'7", 260. Craziness. Running 4'3", 4'4", 40s. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, man. And so, I mean, look at the way that the league, like, look at these tight ends, though. I don't think that's a wasted pick. Where are the Chiefs without Travis Kelsey? I mean, Mahomes is great, but Kelsey is But you have to have weapons. Guy. You still have yeah. to have your go-to weapon. You saw what Gronk did for years. In, yeah. in New England, even when they had Gronk, man, like, it was, we really value the tight end position. We'll draft Aaron Hernandez. Look at look at uh, Kittle. Martellus Bennett was a Patriot for a while. Yeah. He was. Like, Antonio Gates was a great tight end. I mean, we yeah. started having that point where, like, Jimmy Graham became a wide receiver that was actually playing tight end. Yep. And then you start to see more and more teams. Antonio Gates was kind of around that same yeah. spot. Former basketball player, Right. Too. Teams started to realize, wait a second, maybe, maybe we can actually utilize tight ends in a more creative way if they're athletic enough. And now you've had this influx of that. Yeah, and that's why I hate, like, when we treat teams like it's 1993. I, hear, I keep hearing people say, like, why would this team take Bijan when they have this running back or yeah. this running back. Well, you have multi-backs now. You use running backs in different ways. And then I hate when it's like, well, why would the Chiefs take a tight end when they already have Travis Kelsey? He's getting older, and you could run two tight end sets, and it's just more weapons for Andy Reid. You know, I mean, that's why I wouldn't be shocked, even if Dallas really likes um, uh, Barry Alvarez's King- grandson. Oh, yeah, and- Dalton Don Kincaid. Yeah, or, or no, even oh, if they really yeah. like um, – Jesus, he went to Wisconsin. Why is this name slipping oh, my head yeah, right now? Um- the tight end there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's going to come to me. His grandfather is Barry Alvarez, and I just said his name 14 times last night. I can't believe that this happened. Well, but you, even if they like him, I still think that they could take a tight end in this draft. Your brain's probably, fl- if, yeah, probably if, fried at this point. It's Jake Ferguson, damn it. Yes, there you go. Jake Ferguson. I, need, I do need some sleep. Well, you can sleep after the draft. That was my running yes. joke for two years in Wisconsin because you know how it's the hashtag people forget Matthew Stafford and Kershaw went to high yeah, school together. Yeah, you were talking about them all well, la- last night. Well, every game in Wisconsin, they'd say, and he's the great-grandson or the grandson of Barry Alvarez. So I would always say, and people don't yes. know about this, but uh, that's actually the grandson of Barry Alvarez. Oh, so yeah, that name yeah. shouldn't slip my head. Fun fact. Are you that guy, the fun fact guy? Mushrooms taking over my fun. brain. <laughs> well, it happens, you know. It's how Thanks you find a lot, Jake Plummer. It's how you find all of those visions, mm-hmm. and you can get your mock ready to go. Yep. Where everybody's going to go. It's how you get all these bets ready. Just, you know. Let me ask you guys something, because we're looking at Daniel Jeremiah's mock that just came out. Yeah. And he's got the Jets taking Nolan Smith, which is totally fair. But don't you think they take a tackle? I think they do. I mean, also the reports came out uh, that they want to pair JSN, you know, with uh, Garrett Wilson, which would make sense. JSN might not make it that far. But, yeah, and and there's one football, and I get you want as many weapons as possible, but, like, you already have Garrett Wilson. You have Alan Lazard. You have your other receivers. And you're probably going to end up with Randall Cobb because where Rodgers goes, Cobb goes. Yep. And so I just think that you need a tackle. Like Rodgers is going to be 40 years old when the season starts. You next have to year. invest in protecting your quarterback. Yeah. If I if I have a young quarterback even in this league, the first thing I'm doing is building up that offensive line. Where agree, where would man. the Colts be if Andrew Luck hadn't gotten pummeled every single week by horrible offensive lines? Well, okay, so let me ask you this. So say you do take Nolan Smith at ed- the edge at 13. Does that mean you go second round offensive? Jets. Lineman, yes. Does it mean you try to go out and make a trade or get somebody uh, on the open market? There's not a lot of openings or, like, there's not a lot of guys available. No, not right now. Not right now. And Rogers no. kind of struck out on his recruiting trail. Where <laughs> yeah. Nobody wanted to go play with him. Yeah, so I, I think that they have Calais to go. Campbell's you like... have to go tackle because, but like, the offense, the only problem with the offense last year was Brees Hall got hurt and the quarterback position. 
And so you're going to score enough points. And then mm-hmm. you had the rookie, the defensive rookie of the year, the offensive rookie of the year. Their defense is going to be elite. I think you have to go tackle. I, I bet a lot of money on that, so I hope I'm right. Yeah, I actually, I tailed you on that, too. I think tackle makes sense. You pr- yeah. you protect your quarterback at this point now, and they're going to have a little more of you know help once Brees Hall comes back to maybe not have him throw the ball 40 times a game. But even if it's for one or two seasons, I know he kind of came out today and said something like he tried to make it sound like it was going to be a two-season thing. Yeah, plus 340, though. For what? For defensive linemen. Um, see, I, 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 what's wide receiver? Uh, what's wide receiver? Plus 1,500. Okay, go up wide receiver. I would believe the JSN thing over edge rusher for really? the Jets. Even I just though don't... D- Daniel Jeremiah thinks. Yeah, I mean, he's even said the same thing. He's like, I don't know. He's like, I just don't know. Yeah, nobody really has a clue. I mean, they might. a lot of these teams are going to go best available, especially if you have everything you already need, mm-hmm. like Philadelphia, like the Chiefs. And that's why I – but they do have needs. That offensive line sucks. Sucks. Yeah, I, I would definitely go offensive Mekhi line Becton with them. Becton has been – and, and my guy Rodgers hangs on to the ball for four or five seconds yes, in the pocket. That's yeah. the one knock on him, right? He's not going to throw picks because he's always he's, he's going to hold the ball. They will get Elijah Vera Tucker back. Remember, they, they yeah. lost him. So that's, yeah. that's already kind of like addition without actually making an addition with that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they – you, look, you can't have an off- offensive lineman if, if quarterback is a priority on your team. They should make a call for David Bakhtiari. A lot yeah. of people actually thought that they were going to be like a package deal. I kept reminding them, though, this isn't Madden. Or, you know, or, or, There's money. Yeah. Like, Bakhtiari makes a <laughs> A lot of yeah. money. Wait, he's, he was the highest paid left tackle. You can't just make stuff like that. And his knee work. has been permanently swollen for 24 months now. Yeah, that was the most annoying thing last year. He would start games but not finish. Yeah. Or he would yeah. like come in in relief. I'd be like, this guy's making $65 million. That's the football version of load management right there. Right. Uh, last year we had, what, five wide receivers go in the first round. Really loaded class. And I think all five of those wideouts can be Pro Bowl wide receivers. I mean, it's incredible amount of talent. And college football tends to funnel a lot of good wide receiver talent out of the NFL. Like, these guys are ready right away with the offenses you've got in college. This time around, three and a half is the total for wide receivers in the first round. Minus 138 to the over. Under at plus 104. I like the over. I think I like the over there, too. You just feel like more teams are going to be more interested in looking for, even on the back end of the first round, maybe just sneaking in that extra year for a rookie with a rookie contract on a receiver they think that could even just be a slot receiver. Maybe the number is three and a half? Three, three and, and a half. half. Zay. So you know JSN and Zay. Right. Yeah, I mean, Quentin we don't know, Johnston. Though. I think. I think so. It's I think, like I think right I, at three to I, me. I think I found the perfect fit for Quentin Johnston. Too. Wait, did you guys say Jordan later. Addison? No, Jordan Addison. Jordan He's Addison. going in the first round. So yeah, that's Jordan four. Addison's the first round pick. In fact, if you guys could find a pairing for Jordan Addison to the Bills or Quentin Johnston, I've been looking for that all day, and for some reason it was like taken off the board. But I, that's why Dan, I think Daniel Jeremiah's got Quentin Johnston mocked to the Bills at 27. Yeah, I would like that for them. I would also like Addison. The only problem with Addison, again, like I've been talking about, he's small so and he's four. not really fast. But he's What's got the great number? Hands. Plus, plus money at plus money at the over? under is minus plus money. Yeah, plus uh, hold on, a uh, plus one hundred four for the under. So it's not even like what about over? Basically, even uh, minus, minus one thirty eight. Yeah. It's not a ton of juice. It's not too bad. Yeah. but, You know, whatever. It's not a huge. As you can tell, one, I'm not excited about that. Like that's, that's a, a sharp. That's the a sharp receiver, ass line. I think it's a really good yeah. line. Yeah. But honestly, I think a lot of these are. If we're being honest. Try to stay away from the sharp. I mean, quarterbacks. <laughs> looking where quarterbacks and running backs is priced. I, I can't imagine three running backs going in, and I wouldn't take the under one and a half. Mm-hmm. Just no way. So yeah, the, the, the these are are, are are pretty sharp when it comes to it. So.